This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good news is, uh, yeah, they're going to fix the pavilion. Bad news is it's going to cost you $285,714 for a rental. I'm teasing. We were just doing the rental cost uh, debate uh, last hour. Uh, Clay joins us from the uh, Decatur Park District. Uh, we've got a, well, two, pa- you're right, two pages today. No, page and a half. You doing okay? I'm nervous here. Why are you nervous? I'm nervous. You're, you're Why? wound up this morning. I'm not so. wound up at all. <laughs> I'm just commenting on the ridiculous nature of life today. This is a guy that is like not got to work for the next four or five days. Is that what That's it is? the energy you're getting today. Is that what it is? <laughs> that is exactly. I'm putting it all into the last show. <laughs> That's right. You go away that. four days. You never know you're coming back That's these right. days, right? That's right. Yeah. I could be put out to pasture. Uh, anyway. Uh, we have a whole lot to get to uh, here over the next 20 minutes or so. Uh, uh, and I know you like the script, but, um, you know. It gives us a baseline. No, I don't there, need a baseline. You, you I, I, conversation. Here we go. Yesterday, uh, there was an announcement of a centennial event uh, around the um, uh, the lake, which uh, is, I think, in July, whatever, uh, turns 100. I don't know how if that was when the lake was finished or when the lake was started, but you go back all those years ago, right. A.E. Staley, who needed the water to, to refine uh, corn, uh, created this lake. It's, it's, in my opinion, in my lifetime, always been underutilized as far as recreation is concerned. It's been a great source for businesses and companies, and one of the things that we can point to is far as attracting people to come here it's right in the middle of the community it's pretty and the people who do use it use it a lot mm-hmm. i mean boaters are are very i mean you know everybody always told me you know there's two two days of excitement about a boat you know the first day you buy it and then the day you sell it uh you, you know that but yet there's people that love it they but we, we don't do a lot even though a lot of your parkland is butted up right against it Right, right. So we're starting to change that. Yeah. Um, you look at the the marina development going on that last year. Great. Put in forty slips. This year we're putting in sixty slips. And what that's doing is allowing more public access to boat slips, so folks can keep their boats on the lake. Yeah. Um, I like to use Jerry Culp as the Macon County Conservation District Director as a as a kind of example. But Jerry called me shortly after arriving in the community. He was an outsider moving to Decatur. Said, "Hey, I want to get my boat on the lake." And I said, "Jerry." You're on a wait list, but it might be 10 years. Um, so by by adding those docks and the marinas and the If you don't have a private dock. If you don't have a private dock, you yeah. don't live on a lake. Yeah. So that's really the only way you can have a private dock or belong to a boat club is, is if you live on the lake. So, um, so yeah, that's uh, good things going on uh, with the lakefront development and trying to provide more public access. I think here in the next couple of years, hopefully sooner, hopefully in the next year, you might start to see things like pontoon boat rentals, jet ski rentals, things like that, so folks can get out on the lake more who don't have a – uh, vehicle to ride on. So um, that's some cool things. Going now, on. You, but I also, it's, it's important to point out that the, the water's edge is where your responsibility ends because the lake is owned and operated by the city of Decatur. It is elevation 614 to be exact is when it becomes park district land. Uh, kind of interesting point there, but uh, I'm just saying it's, I'm always careful of this because if you go to Lake patrol or you're trying to get a license or a sticker or any of that, all of that is the city of Decatur, not the park district. Correct. But I think we're both, both the city and the park district are, are always interested in quality of life initiatives and, you know, recreation is the thing we do. So we're very interested in what goes on in Lake and trying to provide more amenities down there for folks to do. It just enhances the quality of life and, and makes Decatur a place folks want to want to relocate to. Okay. So the city of Decatur, 
the Decatur Area Convention and Visitors Bureau, the Decatur Park District, and the Staley Family Foundation, which is Mark and Julie, uh, uh, you know, but A.E. Staley, you know, being the uh, the family name, uh, you got together, you had a press conference yesterday. Now, I mean, I, I get it's, you know, July is a long way away, and, and a lot of these details will, will be finalized. But I, I really, it's basically a couple of days of, Entertainment? Yeah, entertainment activities, art fair. Um, so yesterday was really intended to be a save the date uh, for folks to get on the radar and start to get some interest. So um, already in the Park District email this morning, we had different vendors from Springfield and Champaign reaching out to us to see how they could participate. So Great. Um, it's just a way to get out there, get the word out, and start to, to get some buzz around it. So um, there's going to be local bands playing on stages down there. Again, art throughout uh, the Nelson Park Boulevard, lots of food trucks, um, other things going on in the lake. I know they're going to attempt a Guinness Book of World Records um, achievement with having more than, I think it's 380 plastic boats okay, floating on the so, lake. So, so. Here, here's what I knew the first question on Facebook was going to be, because <laughs> I talked to Stephanie about this, and she asked if we'd want to sponsor it. And I'm like, okay, you're throwing a bunch of plastic into the lake? You, you don't think people are going to go, uh, yeah. evidently there's a plan, you know, with Lake Patrol, yeah, that they capture all this stuff. Because, I mean, I mean, you know, you just, you get trained by these people. There's absolutely a plan. All the Lake Patrol staff were down there yesterday, and Stephanie even mentioned that uh, Jennifer and her team are heading up the, the efforts. You know, there'll be a barrier to contain all that and whatnot. And I get we'll it, but it is, it's counterintuitive as a sponsor to go, yeah, let's <laughs> throw a bunch of plastic in the lake. Yeah, yeah, no, but it's also cool to think about Decatur being in the Guinness Book of World Records. I don't know what else we're in there for, if anything, but, um, you know, a cool way to bring families and kids and get kids involved in the community. All right, so put it on your calendar, the uh, 8th and 9th. Now, what does that mean for 4th of July? So still normal 4th of July festivities down at the lake. We'll have fireworks. We'll have a band down at the Devon during the day. Um, just normal, normal 4th of July, and then we kick into another busy weekend the following weekend. Wouldn't, so. it, wouldn't it make sense to sort of combine the efforts since that's that weekend? I mean, instead of doing everything on a Tuesday night? So, so yes, the problem is getting fireworks because there are lots of communities that do their um, fireworks around July 4th. We have always had our vendor locked in for July 4th, uh. thankfully, but also getting food vendors, things like that. It's a lot harder to do it on a holiday because they're in demand everywhere. Well, but they're already going to be on the 8th and the 9th. They will be here today, the 9th. Yeah, they're probably already booked on the 4th. No, I'm saying why not just move the fireworks to that weekend? Because the fireworks are already booked for another okay. small town community July 8th and 9th. All right. We always run into this issue, even when we have a rain date, if it rains. And there's also the people that get, like, incredibly angry if it's not on the 4th well, of July. That I, I, I mean, it, in, it doesn't, I mean... I don't know why people are so literal with this stuff. I, you got all the volunteers, you got all the stuff, you got all the police, you got all the, I mean, everything coming the 8th and the 9th, you got to do it all on the 4th and then sure. turn around and do it again five, four days later. Yeah. But, I mean, for us at the Park District, you know, July 4th, yes, we have a little bit more uh, police presence with Park Police and then City Police help as well just to, to with traffic flow. That's, that's, of, that's it. But but that's really it. We, we have our normal food truck vendors down at the lake, so it's not really a – it's kind of like another Devon show for us down at the lake. All right. So do you guys know what entertainment you're going to have for that, or is that still in the works? For July 4th yeah. weekend? Um, can't remember if it's I been announced remember. or not. Yeah, it has. It's, it's uh, I think, a band from Springfield. I'm not entirely sure. Um, Is Smash Mouth coming? Yeah, that's in my notes. Okay, well, I didn't see it. Where, where, when was that released? That was announced yesterday. It was announced or put up on Facebook? It was announced, press release and Facebook. We didn't get a press release. Mm, I'll check that.
Okay, Lindsay, I mean, you had this fight with Lindsay. I talked to her about it last night. We didn't get a. Did okay. you, you get a, a, a press release? Uh, not on that one. Yeah. I saw blood, sweat, and tears. I'll follow up. Yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. Should yeah. have been a press release that went out. Um, I know we had some staff issues yesterday with folks out sick, but let me check on that. But well, I'm, I'm it's okay. So, yeah. I just think sometimes it's like you know, oh, we put it on Facebook. It's like, okay. Well, if we give you a press release for every single show, you'll probably kill me. But because <laughs> we have like t- t- literally ten to fifteen show announcements. You're this turning week, into so. Bill Clevenger. You're too oh, sensitive. Hey I, I, oh. I just, I'm telling you, I just, it was exciting. I mean, I think they're a fun show. Yes. Our guy has gone to see them. You know, he's 19. Their era kind of loves this band yeah. and their music, and I thought it was great. But then I thought, well, I don't know. I haven't seen anything. Yeah. So Smash Mouth, Brian, is coming on Saturday, August 5th. Okay. So that was announced yesterday. Uh, Smash Mouth, an American rock band formed in 94, and several hits in the late 90s and early 2000s. It's kind of my uh, genre, um, including songs from Shrek, was their big you know, movie hit with uh, All Star and I'm a Believer. Uh, and, and oh my gosh, Shrek came out in 2001. I feel old this morning. But uh, that is included in the season ticket package, so uh, we're excited to bring Smash All right, So Mouth. that is, so if you're already uh, purchased your season tickets, some of these shows included, some uh, on top of or extra. Uh, but that's what I wanted to ask you about because I, I, I thought that's what the case, but I wanted to make sure. So yes. I, I get that already. Yeah. Great. So that's included. And then uh, yesterday as well, again, we've got lots of shows to roll out this week uh, that they've kind of been confirmed and now we can roll them out. But Glenn Burtnick's Summer of Love concert was also announced yesterday. That'll be on Friday, June 23rd. Uh, Glenn's an American singer-songwriter, best known as a former member of the band Styx. Uh, his show celebrates all of the great music from Woodstock in the summer of 69, including Santana, Jimi Hendrix, The Beatles, The Stones, The Doors, The Grateful Dead, Chicago, and so many more. So uh, that's going to be a fun show. Uh, looking at him this morning, uh, he's just got a tremendous repertoire that he performs. So uh, that'll be a cool concert on Friday, June 23rd. All right. And then, you, as you mentioned, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, which is July 14th. So you're going to have a busy July. Jeez Louise. Yep. And then Staying Alive. This one will be great. I don't know if they can do it. You know, the, the Stones bands, you know, can never replicate, you know, uh, Keith Richards' guitar playing, you know, because he does that weird five-string thing. Man, that acapella stuff with the Bee Gees and the, the high pitch, you know, even Barry Gibb learned how to do that. Uh, you, you know, it was pretty amazing. That would be great, though, if they can do it. I looked at them the other night, and uh, they seem like they are a high-energy group, and I think they're going to pull it off. So, yeah, Friday, August 4th. We'll There's so many hits. Yeah, we'll welcome Staying Alive, No One Night of the Bee Gees. And then just a note, T-Pain, uh, you know, we weren't sure how the show was going to go, but the tickets are going tremendously well. We're over 1,700 sold just in the last week, so uh, that's super exciting. And then, coming up this morning, you will get a press release on this one, uh, announcing at 10 a.m. we are bringing uh, a Mexican singer, composer, and songwriter uh, Ramon Ayala uh, to the Devon. This will be the first time we've hosted a Hispanic artist at the Devon, uh, so we're excited for that. I, I know... Uh, I, I, I'm a connoisseur of Mexican restaurants in town and uh, have talked to a lot of the folks who uh, who have helped me there about uh, Ramon, and they're excited to for us to bring something to the community for them. So uh, that show will be happening on September 17th, and uh, it, <laughs> everybody jokes with me in the office because uh, Ramon is an older man, I'm going to say in the early 50s. He plays a uh, accordion, multiple accordions. 77 years old, Clay. Ah, okay. Well, I was judging by appearance. <laughs> I guess I assumed something, but he's aged well. Um, so he's 77 years old, but uh, he is a very well-known artist in the Hispanic community. So, can you, uh, Nick, can you pull me uh, <laughs> like Mi Piquito de Oro? Yeah, give me a second. All right. 
You recognize this guy. No, I know. Look, That's yeah, what absolutely. I'm saying. This is going to be a good show. I'm excited about this. You know, we have a, uh, you know, with uh, Chico and, and you know, some of the other groups. And, you know, you can listen to Dr. Z uh, every Friday here. Um, you know, a good-sized section of our community, you, you know, that um, I, I feel like maybe we haven't done in, as a community enough to, as far as outreach and inclusion. And I feel like there's more and more that happened. The thing they have in Fairview Park uh, every year yeah. is hugely attended and, and really, really nice. So yeah. I think it's great that you guys are doing this show. I, I, I love it, absolutely. I, this, this, I, this music is just the bomb, I think. That, that was my push. We, we constantly talk about something for everyone, and I said, hold on, we're, we're missing a group here. And so what can we do for the Hispanic community? And uh, we're excited to bring them. I'm there already. <laughs> I might have heard him while I was eating at Cancun <laughs> last night. The gym. Probably. <laughs> he sings somewhere. There it is. Oh, yeah. I'm there all day long. Digging it. All right. So that is, what's the date for that? So that's September 17th during Hispanic Heritage Month. We'll be welcoming Ramon. So, uh, and that's not part of the season ticket package. That is not. That is an add-on show. And again, that'll be announced later this morning, although we just announced it. So there it is. All right. Uh, very good. Now, let us, you have a, uh, a lot still today, the day camp open house at the disc, right? We do. So parents who are starting to think about summer and uh, what they're going to do with the kids, we are offering a, a day camp uh, kind of open house on uh, March 18th from 1 to 3 p.m. You can come check out what we do at the disc for day camp. And so uh, you can see all the different activities we're going to have planned for the kids, kind of visit the disc, get the layout, lay the land, and understand uh, that program so that you can start to make preparations for the summer. Along with that, we've started a new promotion at the disc where you can try your luck and win a chance uh, for a full facility membership uh, with chances to, to win a year uh, of a full facility pass as well. So um, you can pick up a card there, scratch that off, and see if you can get a, a win to uh, join the disc for free. Yep, it doesn't cost you anything, so it doesn't fall into the gambling category we talked about. Nothing. Free, yep. free. Uh, and then uh, where is Garfield Park? Garfield Park is off Grand Avenue next to the old Garfield slash Durfee School over there by Save-A-Lot Foods, county market, the old county market area. Caddy Corner from, uh, what was that club called? PJ's. What? <laughs> you don't remember? Uh, the Colonial Mall? The Crackles uh, West? You know the school that's on the corner of Oakland and Grand that's boarded up right now? Uh, Yeah. Okay. That's, so that's, that's Garfield Park? That's the old Garfield School, Durfee School, and then Garfield Park is next to that. Okay. So um, we are starting a uh, revise, revitalization effort of Garfield Park. So um, Is that a, a I mean, I, I just really, I, I can place it now, but I, I haven't been there in years. I yeah. mean, is that, a, is that a park that gets used quite a bit? So it does get use. It's very large. It's laid out kind of funky. There's been changes to the park over the years and to the neighborhood over the years to where everything's very, very spaced out, hard to get to in the park. Um, there's not been a lot of new. And so we are looking forward to kind of redesigning that park. Uh, probably reducing it in size a little bit to make it easier to maintain, but also easier to use. So uh, we're having a kickoff meeting on Thursday, March 23rd at 5.30 p.m. That'll be at our Pogue Arts and Recreation Building. Located that's on Oakland. North I Oakland. know where that is. That's the, yeah, that's the old Talma Cadillac dealership and Pogue, Pogue dealership there. So um, we've sent out a lot of emails. We've sent out postcards to the residents within a quarter mile of Garfield Park, but we are inviting them to do a community input session uh, and kind of brainstorm, revitalize, reimagine what Garfield Park 
could look like and then uh, kind of kick that off. The city's also got a revitalization effort of the school going on with the developer to do senior housing over in that neighborhood. So uh, it's kind of kicking off the revitalization efforts in that area. So uh, we're excited about it. First time we've really uh, done a neighborhood park revitalization here in the last 10 or so years. So um, really excited to kick that off and get community input in it. What are you I'm taking a photograph of oh. the paper you hand me so that I can send it to Lindsay so she won't chew my head off about not having a press release. Yeah, the mayor talked about the uh, senior living, that uh, project from an out, outside developer maybe coming into that building. Uh, you know, I, I know everybody gets wary because of stuff that's happened, you know, before and then stuff gets abandoned and then it doesn't. But it doesn't mean you don't, I mean, you can't quit trying to do it just because other times have failed, right? Right. No. But I mean, that's... You know, I'm doing the Facebook answers. <laughs> yeah, right down the street is another school, Roosevelt, where I went to middle school. They got turned into, you know, living. And, and so there's a pattern of, of success right there on that block. I think the development's going to be very similar to that. This this different, probably gauge more towards seniors than, than just general public. So, um, yeah, I, I think the efforts to go in that neighborhood and do something new for them, um, because they haven't had a lot of things new in that neighborhood. Okay, so, so inevitably, right, though, uh, you can't do every neighborhood park no. at once. You just got to start a list and kind of go in and do what you can do. Exactly. Garfield Park is the first one. The next one on the list to probably take a look at is Jasper Park over in the Jasper Street corridor. And then how do you gauge, you know, with just the different way everybody lives today, mm-hmm. I mean, from when those parks were first constructed, how do you manage, like, thinking about the next 25 years and how people are using things or not using things? Right. So we've engaged an engineering firm to help us uh, that kind of has that foresight and, and also staff are looking down the road to say, you know, wh- what can we do to safeguard us and not build something that's going to be obsolete in you know, yeah. 10 years or so. But I think a big part of this is also including the community in the conversation to say, See what, they want. what do you want in your park and, and what will you want that you will then use? Because we don't want to build something that sits there unusable. So that's counterintuitive to every Facebook post ever written transparency no i mean it's it's here's your input instead of waiting to comment on something after it's decided show up and give your input and and i'll tell you um courtney karsten invited me out to the coalition of black pastors meeting at richland a couple weeks ago um tremendous feedback from from those folks they are doing great work in the community and uh, they're excited about this and gave us a lot of names to start off with a with an email blast and then again anybody else in the community wants to be involved you can come on thursday march 23rd 5 30 p.m the pogue arkansas recreation center and be part of this exciting process great stuff what was the original Smash Mouth song? Ain't Walking on the Sun. No, yeah. it was. Yeah, is that, mm-hmm. that? Before Shrek. <laughs> but that's, I mean, they Shrek are. Was, the Shrek they were doing band. like monkeys, you know, you know, like recreation. I'm talking about their original song. Was Walking on the Sun. Walking on the Sun, right? Yep. Yeah. That's a good song. Mm-hmm. I mean, that holds up. I bet that's good live. All right. Good stuff. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.